Welcome back to the Treehouse Show, the chillest podcast in the universe. What can I say? We have a very special guest. We have Nate. Tell them, tell them how they spell your name, man. Hi there. Uh, Nate spelled N8, <laughs> and uh, I go by D Nature, which is D is in Detroit, uh, N is in November, the number eight, U is in Unicorn. Uh, R-E. Ooh, is yeah. that like um, some sort of code or something? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember that. I remember that. One is like TD. Uh, okay, so... Two is like N. Three is M, right? Uh, so... <laughs> I mean, there Maybe are I'm different tweaking. codes. I don't. I usually go by like the, uh, you know, like the, the, you know, military system. The, oh, you know, like okay. Hotel, you know, Yankee Hotel, Foxtrot. Oh, like, Delta, Foxtrot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's uh, yeah, from working customer service a little bit. You know? Okay, big yeah, fan. Yeah. That's what's up. Very unique. Yeah. Um, just unique in general. Um, I'm fucking with the shorts. Thank you, um, sir. My man's out here on some flower boy shit. You feel me? Just oh, out yeah. here being colorful in a very colorful time of the year. It's summertime. You're um, the tiger. Exact. You're the tiger. I didn't know that. I don't think but it, I mean, I will, now it is. I will never forget that because I fuck tigers. Right. They eat people. But apart from that, amazing animals. You know? For sure. Um, and some people deserve to get eaten out. Okay, right. we'll cut that out. But, um, Usually I wear a snow leopard <laughs> shirt and the leopards keep the tigers in check, but... Tigers are taking over right now. So. Yeah, it's like rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. You yeah. know, you never know. You yeah. never know. He, he, um, so let's talk about how we met. Okay. Yeah. Um, we were in Scope. What was uh, Lakehurst at Bay, Lakehurst. Bay Station. Bay Station. Surprisingly uh, amazing electronic scene in Chicago. Uh, really, uh, I guess we call it plur. You know, like people there, uh, you can befriend them and, you know, uh, make friends there. You know, yeah. Cool um, down to earth people. Can you imagine friendly people in Chicago yeah. during COVID? Yeah. Wow. Shocking. Good culture. Yeah. Culture. You know. Yeah. Um. So. so I was just there with my friends. I was just going crazy, vibing, just like you know, energy was there. And yeah. then I see bro, one my I think my friend spotted you, which is like it's like I'm gonna do meet this unicorn man, yeah. and I'm just like bro, what's good? I'm wearing like a <laughs> lemon shirt or yeah. some shit like that. And fucking like pink shorts, yep. and then dancing everywhere, right? Yep. Just going crazy, like With swinging my locks everywhere. Crazy footwork, yeah. Footwork going. Thank you, thank yeah. you. I'm good. I'm trying to shuffle. Nice footwork, yeah. But I don't have the footwork. I can jam. Yeah, I got the I got the beat. But, the, the, yeah. yeah, I mean he has to. But um, just energy was there. You know, yeah. oh, we kind of matched energies, and ever since then we kind of you know went to the after party, kicked it, you know, connected and stuff like oh, yeah. that. And yeah, he's been like I've been sitting. I music. DJ'd the he's hotel been, room. Yeah, he DJ'd the hotel room. Right. You know, so yeah. that's that's what really was like. Okay, this man's is dedicated. Dedicated. This yeah. man's is driven. Because yeah. like most people. You know, you would think shuffling all night. You'd be yeah. tired. You're trying to chill. No, no, oh, no, no. Yeah. This man shuffles all night and then is like, I'm trying to DJ at the after move. I'm like. Yeah. Yep. And he brought he brought the fucking energy. Yeah, like, the decks, sound box. The whole set. He had the briefcase of doom. Yeah. He brought that shit with him. Yeah, First question. Right away, where can I set up? Instant yeah. set up. Top tier, you know. Um, But, you know. It's fun. Just, um, it was a pleasure to meet you, man, and um, I'm glad that you were able to find time, because I know you're super busy schedule, you know, you're yeah. constantly, you have a yacht it. On, with Justin Martin. Yeah, 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 Justin Martin's doing a uh, Life Aquatic uh, yeah, yacht show today, and I just found out about it yesterday, so thank you for accommodating that, because uh, that's at one, so. No, absolutely, uh, man. Yeah, but it's really close, so it's like, kind of perfect, so. Yeah, it's um, uh, Navy Pier. Yeah. Uh, yeah, or it's it's right on the corner, like right up here. Okay. So like right next to the river. So you like could damn near away. park here and yeah. just walk there. Yeah, except for 
like five bucks for an hour. It is expensive. They, yeah, they give you the like thing, uh, you man. put a quarter in, and they give you four minutes. It's like oh, you can you what? can do it like that. Yeah, I was trying to use my card, but it wouldn't take the card. So I was yeah. battling that machine out there for a little bit. I kind of like um, you know, like certain things in life. You ever like hope they don't work, so you don't oh, gotta yeah. pay. So like every, every time, like when I would park around here, I was like, please let this machine not work today, because they have a law. If the machine doesn't work, you can call them. Oh, really? And be like, the machine don't work, and you can park there, and they can't charge you. Interesting. Because I didn't know the that. machine don't work, mm-hmm. and you got places to go. You feel I me? should have just taken pictures of the card reader. You take reading. a picture of the card reader, they yeah. ask for the number, and then they'll try to like fix it, and if mm-hmm. they can't fix it, and then you, you'd be like, I'm late for a meeting, so I'm not going to move places That's just because y'all deck. meter didn't work, so I'm yeah. getting free parking. I've done that like twice, finessed it the whole day, because they, right. fu- they can't fuck you over it. Nice. It's just like yeah. you get a ticket. They can't give you another ticket before you answer to that ticket. Right, right, right. So you, once, like that's what Strategic happened. tickets. Yeah. Strategic tickets, yeah, right? So it's like, just... hmm, if I'm going to be here for eight hours and yeah. the ticket costs $70, $70 and it's $10 an hour, do I just get a ticket right, right. and pay $70 or do I pay $80? Yeah. <laughs> Big brain. 70 bucks. Yeah. Exactly. All so day. like, yep. Um, but sure. yeah, I got the wristband in here. Um, also, Jug Gang. He brought okay. his jug, oh, so yeah. I gotta bring the jug. Yeah. Yeah. Jug life. Yeah. It's, uh, some people are like, "What are you doing with the jugs? Like, you know, how do you live without the jug? You know." There's real. people, man, who don't drink water, and that concerns me. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Jug life. You know. What can I say? <laughs> I'll drink to that. Absolutely. Um, what do you have in yours? I got water. You just got water. I got lemons floating Strength. around. Oh yeah. <laughs> Pink rock salt. Yep. Yeah, it's it's probably it's good to put minerals in there. You get uh, yeah, you get some stuff. I like your planters. I saw some of this on uh, Instagram. Absolutely, man. Um, Just dig in. Th- this is real fruit. Just Cherry. Case you're wondering. Cherry yeah. on the top. Yep. Exactly. My thing is, um, in my culture, it's all about breaking bread with friends. You feel me? That's mm-hmm. a way of showing, you know, um, hospitality. That's a way of showing, you know, that you care for that person because. Okay. Eating food is the, the most intimate thing you can do. You know, you're putting it inside of your body. Mm-hmm. So if you sharing that with um, a friend or somebody, that's telling. That's like trust. Because if I'm eating it and you're eating it, that means that, you know, we care about each other, right? So that's why I always like to put good food because your food affects your mood. Oh yeah. You know, your so I want. For sure. I'm all about good vibes. Yeah. So. Yes. I got. I got to mirror that. Now I gotta ask. Do you eat meat as well? I used to. Okay. Used to eat meat. Like in college, I played rugby. I was big. I was like two ten. Yeah, huge. But um, graduated, stopped playing rugby, so I had all this extra weight. Okay. Um, and then it's it's all good if you're constantly you know going to practice it's conditioning. A lot. Yeah. You learn how to handle all that weight. Right. But once that stops, you get a job. You, you're not putting in this three four. I was putting oh, three hard. four hours in the gym yeah, every yeah, day. Yeah. You know, you get conditioning. But once For you sure. don't put in that three four hours, but you still got the size. Yeah. You, mobility. I'm going up steps. I'm getting tired. Oh yeah. So I had to cut. <laughs> I had to cut. I was like, yeah. this is too much. So I just said, it's a lot on your joints too, being two ten. Over yeah. ten. Over yeah. time. I'm six three. Okay. So I could kind of two ten isn't crazy. I've been two fifteen before. Yeah. Yeah. So I hover around two hundred. So it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's like yeah. You feel it. Yeah. You just feel drained. You be yeah. tired. You I know? don't do enough cardio probably, but I'm I am at the gym like two three hours a day. So it's like. I can tell. Yeah. That's what's up. Would, you know, but anytime you go out, like, if I have a couple drinks, you feel it, you know? Yeah. Like, if you're not drinking water, it's like you're getting cramps, like, 
party, the party's different. Yeah, your body demands different things at that point. It was fun. You know, yeah. it's fun, yeah. like, being the biggest guy in the room. You know, oh, it's yeah. fun. It's yeah. Been, you know, but then I was like, okay, ego death. Right. And it was like, do I want to be the biggest guy in the room, or do I want to, I don't know, feel good? Yeah. <laughs> so it's it, like, for me, it's, it's it started with uh, trying to rehabilitate my shoulder, and then mm. that kind of, and then just being like. Oh, you dislocate your shoulders on them? Uh, I tore it before. So it's just something I've just dealt with. Uh, maybe it's arthritis too. I don't. I don't know. You know, over time. But uh, so that and then two had like a crazy. I don't know how much I can talk about. Is this like kind of like the Joe Rogan podcast where we can talk about? You know, our, we can talk about anything. Anything. Okay. Any fucking thing. Okay. You know? uh, we just bleep out certain shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like so yeah. yeah. So I had a I had an interesting life experience in a trip where uh, like I saw like different versions of my life and how it went mm. and felt like it was a horrifying trip. You know, mm. like. But at the, you know, I felt like I got to choose which mm. version of myself I wanted to be. Like a video game. Kind of like a video game. Mm. But yeah, but like really just basically seeing your life from an override view and being like, you'd be a fat slob, you know, <laughs> you could be, you know, this, you know, construction worker that gets, you know, that does junk on the mail and sales. And yeah. And like just, yeah, that lifestyle strip clubs. Yeah. You could be, you know, this, you know, or you could be a married healthy, man healthy like you know physically fit you know like happy person like trying to achieve you know yeah. their human potential i was like i want to be that I felt like stepped it's over a no-brainer you know <laughs> so late. yeah so got to have a four-year relationship uh started yeah congratulations just, bro yeah and and i'd say that that was the worst thing but i knew it wasn't going somewhere so it's better to you know end it and try to grow the direction you're supposed to grow rather than uh, seek comfort you know Bro, so, I love that. Yeah. Bro, people need to hear that now more than ever before. We've we're so used to comfort For in sure. this society. Yeah. Like we have everything at our fingertips. Right. You know? We have technology. We have internet. We have food. We don't even gotta walk to get food now. You can just I know people. Right. And I'm sure you know people oh, yeah. who just you know the Uber Eats all the time people? Oh yeah. They order everything. They don't even right. go to the store. They don't even leave their house, right? Right. That can only happen so because in, we're too gratification. comfortable. Yeah. You know, and and, it, and the comfort, the way comfort works, it's not a single event. Like you can be comfortable in one aspect of your life, and then that's cool. It's, I'm not saying guys make be uncomfortable all the time. Like <laughs> no, but just do something that scares you every day. Exactly you know, right. That mentality. You, you get too comfortable, then it's like okay, now I'm now I'm not going out to get my food. The next thing you know, you know what? I don't want to do this. You know what? Mm -hmm. That hobby that I wanted to like maybe make my passion, uh, I can push it off because you start just getting right, too right. lax on everything. Right. Know? Yeah. No, it's it's hard, and uh, it takes takes a lot of effort to do something that you're not familiar with or that you're learning. You know, it's it's comfortable and easy playing video games. You Super. know. But there's a lot of anxiety with making music, you know, or like the unknowing of things that you haven't done yet. So going to a DJ set. So yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about first of all, like where are you from? We don't even know you. Oh yeah. So I'm from uh, I'm from Antioch actually. So I grew up in a little town called Antioch, which is around right the border of Wisconsin. It's the okay. last place you hit before you hit Wisconsin. And uh uh yeah, Shout out town. Wisconsin. Right. Yeah, around Fox Lake and uh so I grew up there. Fox Lake. Yeah. The music scene's like non existent. No shame there. though. Like, no disrespect. Fox Lake is a disgusting lake. Yeah. I'm just being real. I mean, I had my car broken into when you're taking the train to Lollapalooza. To Lollapalooza? Yeah, so, and then somebody broke in my car like 8 30 in the morning, you know, like as soon as we got on the train. So, and I had nothing in the car that they stole my, like, you know, radio out of my 1997, <laughs> you know, Jeep that I had at the time. They said, yeah. bitch, I'm gonna take something. Back in like 2007, yeah, so. 
Yeah, left somebody else's purse in there. They're, I guess they hit like six cars, so it was just like they're just going mm-hmm. on a rampage. So but yeah, but I grew up in Antioch, graduated in 07. Okay. Um, been making music since I was in high school. Oh, uh, wow. Playing guitar, you know, doing different things. You might have to whip it out. You might have to <laughs> Maybe. acoustic. Yeah. I do. Uh, I haven't played in a bit, but I, I can still chord around with it. Oh, hell yeah. But uh, I live with a guy who plays uh, classical guitar. Mm. And just phenomenal guitar. Is that a 12 string? So no, he does the just six string classical, okay. but uh, just phen- a phenom, you know, when it comes to like soloing, improvising, music theory, classical guitar and stuff. So I make him do stuff. I'll make him play stuff out in Ableton and then I'll put it to MIDI mm. you know, and chop up pieces of it. And, like a yeah. sample? Yeah. Bro. But not even that. Resource. Like I'll turn his guitar part into a synthesizer or, you know, whatever other instrument I want to like that, you know, just That's, trans- what, that's what'll set you apart. Because yeah. a lot of these sounds, a lot of them are like mechanical. A lot yeah. of them are like just downloaded from somewhere. But this one is a, th- there's a distinguishable difference, especially if you have a good quality microphone yeah. of recording a live instrument. Because the live instruments, yeah. they don't always go by the scale. Like you can tell when something is a oh, program. Yeah, yeah it's imper- Yeah, the imperfection. The, the human, imperfect, the perfect the human imperfection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The human feel, you know? Yeah, and that's what's interesting too, because you think like, oh, once you get a computer, and I lay all this stuff out perfectly, it's going to be perfect. But no, it sounds machine-like and mechanical and rigid. So it's the, uh, what they call it is, you know, swing, which is like, you know, uh, somebody playing the drums, they don't, hit the, they don't hit the drum the same time twice. You know, it's different velocities. So, you know, you can, you can recreate that and create grooves. And so and that's where the finer points of music making are. I love that. Yeah. I love that. It's quality sounds, grooves, and then, you know, a good arrangement. Mm. So Wisconsin, right? So what was it like growing up there? Was it like so, is is the music scene? It's country and like '90s hip hop. It's the stuff your parents listen to when they're drinking on Sunday at like a marina somewhere. You know, <laughs> it's that stuff that you don't need to hear. You know, mm. and it's still like that. Like if you go out to like Lake Geneva, it might be a little bit better now, but like okay. like you're gonna hear like Old Town Road like ten times in a night. They love uh, it. The one You've embraced hip hop, <laughs> then they play Old Town Road. Yeah, yeah, and the one like, and, I mean, it's a step up from whatever was happening, but like, uh, yeah, it's, it hurts me, yeah, deeply. So, uh, but yeah, like groups like, uh, so the one EDM track I would hear when I would go out would be like Martin Garrix Animals. Mm. That place would erupt, but that you know that song's from like 2012. Yeah, that's old shit though. Yeah, yeah, but you know it's cool, but like. That's their idea of electronic music, you know, mm. that's, you know, like almost 10 years ago already. So, you know, like we've, we've come a long way since then. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of good, a lot of good music happening. Okay. Yeah. So and, like growing up, right, you've experienced like a lot of different, a huge spectrum, I would say of like EDM artists and just artists in general, mm-hmm. who would you say, you know, okay, mm, Ooh, I want more of that. Like, where did you like? really find an interest in edm and like really say and like what let's start with that yeah yeah okay so like that for me so i really like like indie like experimental music like interrupt you bro that's what this celery do you even know what this yellow shit is (laughs) fuck with it i know what is it guess yam that was a good guess i didn't expect that Uh, but it's a it's a um it is a root it is a root vegetable but it's not a yam and it's not Uh, um uh, carrot (laughs) Uh, trying to think of. That's not coming to my mind, but I think I know what it is. But that's a big one if it is what I'm thinking it is. Uh, radish? No. no. It's very related to radishes. Okay. 
I don't know. It's something, but it's a different color of that thing. It's something, but it's a different color of that thing. I don't know what the something is. <laughs> it's a beat. It's a beat. It's a okay, beat, yeah. okay, a beat. Reddish. A golden very beat. Close. Okay, yeah. okay. But yeah, fuck with it, bro. It's good for I'll your heart. It. It's good for you work out, so. So, um, okay, yeah. So, interested in indie electronic music, like Wilco. Wilco's from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do just phenomenal, like, crazy stuff with chaos pads and uh, synthesizers, analog synthesizers, like so Moogs and stuff. you were listening to that back in the day. I was listening to that. And so, and, like, the music that I really like from them and groups like Neon Indian and Crystal Castles um, always tend to have a house beat. It's you know boom boom or boots you know like the boots and pants stuff and so and i didn't i didn't realize like that's house like when i started realize that like okay and then i got into like the harder side of things like zed's dead and like dubstep Mm. you know and then from there like have like come back and like gotten into like tech house and house Mm. i think people like justin martin and uh right now like my big ones would be like botnik clank and uh uh, there's a few other like PD clicks, just people are doing night bass and uh, bass house. Uh, Martin Horger, mm. you know, like, just really interesting, really amazing sounding stuff. Like Clank, uh, the guy named Vago who was at Bass Station got Clank out to Music uh, Music Box and Niles, wow. which is insane. Like he's one of the bro music he'll be box a headliner in the future. Music yeah. Box B. But there's some good promoters. Uh, Band and Planet uh, is doing some really cool stuff. You can follow him. He's uh, there's some really cool like warehouse stuff that goes to like ten in the morning. Oh wow! Yeah, that you they're know, doing. Music like, box never ends. Yeah, music box like I think like four, and then after party after that is his place in Chicago. But yeah, follow Band and Planet if you want to find the cool stuff. Band and Planet. And then Vago V A G O. He's a uh, another one that's cool. And Agvas and Goomba, mm. they're all doing cool stuff in the area. And, Welcome. Yeah. Yeah, follow cool people, find the cool shows, tell me about it. MD Nature, let me know where the party's at. I'll come and Let him fucking you. know where the party's at. Yeah. He'll I'll uh, come and help you facilitate the party. Have you seen Project X? Yeah, he'll get that shit bumping. Yeah. Project X type shit. Yeah, we're having a good time. Bro. I met you in the scene. Mm-hmm. A base station. Base station. You know? How did you... So you had that trip. That kind of spurred on, damn! I wanna, I wanna do something. I wanna change the world. I wanna. Oh yeah, make so an this impact, gets right? interesting. So that yeah, so that took me to EDC, Las Vegas, along with a friend who was I'm like, so jealous. I wanna go there so bad. There's bro. a friend's like, you know, we're turning thirty next year. Like, dude, you you love it. Like, you gotta go. So we planned a year in advance. I went with a couple buddies. We're all like turning thirty. We're like, yeah, this would be good. <laughs> and so like, just you know, it changed my life a bit. You know, been working out for a year, so like, we're doing good. So we get there and uh, it wasn't quite what I expected. It was, it's very commercial. Yeah. Um, Basic. And I, and I think I'm like in the best shape of my life. And then like I hurt my shoulder when I get out there. How? Um, uh, it was right before I went out there. I was arm wrestling my cousin. You, you, you had, you tried to pick up girls on your shoulder. Didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did some of that. Yeah. The, I've heard that excuse yeah. before. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I got to the point where I like, like, couldn't pick up a cup of coffee. So I'm walking around like with like an injured, injured arm. And then uh, some, some uh, drunk girl, I uh, was like walking towards me. I think it was a little Asian girl. Mm. She was kind of cute. And then I had my shirt off and she's like, you're fucking fat. And I was like, man, like, this is rough. You know? No. Like, I was expecting like these like plur, you know, like nice kids. No. Like, friends. Yeah. And I get that, you know, like, uh, okay. are you serious? Yeah. Straight up. I put in a song, you know, like there's a drop, you know, like you're fucking fat. And then, wham, wham, you know, but she straight up said that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm Yo, like pretty sure she's talking to me. I'm like no high, like you know, didn't even say anything to her. Your fucking fat. <laughs> that's I think, bro. One thing though, like when you do drugs, it makes you. That accept. was alcohol. Yeah, that was that was probably alcohol. But mm-hmm. like when people do shit like that, or say like out of out of off top, off like off wall shit. Yeah, I don't let it affect me because oh, I've been in states where I've do done stuff. I've been in states where like I've said and done stuff that like my sober self would never do. So I, yeah. I kind of like project that and like, okay, that person's probably not in their right mind. I just let it oh, go. Oh, she was sloppy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, no, yeah. But it still well, hurts. It still hurts. Well, it still fucking hurts a little it bit. It sucks, like, you know. Like, I can't deny yeah. that. Yeah. So, you know, regardless of how much work you're putting he in. He used his hatred to yeah. feel his, his, his beast jug 210 yeah, right? muscle boy. So, yeah. So then, so then that turned into the last day did MDA. And so it went from like being like, I don't, you know, know what's going on here to like, oh, wow. Like, I get it. I'm like, I need to get to the front. So like I ended up having to ditch my friends because they were, uh, you know, like just not not grooving. Trying to be at the back. I got right to the front and just like had a fucking amazing time. You know, girls up on my shoulders, you know, like just. After or before your shoulder got hurt? Oh, after. Yeah. But but now I'm. No fucking hands. With a broken shoulder. He still pick up your girl. Keep your girl at home. Hey, that's for. Keep him away from Nate. All the little people, you know. You stand in front of them so much, you're, you know, six foot, you're six three, you know. I figure, you know, the least I could do is offer to, like, jack them up. So, so all I, I can say I is give more than take. Right. You know, that's you giving. You know, you're providing a service. Yeah. If I was short, yeah, I would really love. there's nothing sexual about it. It's like, you know, like, hey, you want a lift? Like, I'll give you a lift. You know? Exactly. It's about, you, you know what I'm saying, yourself? like, helping others. You yeah. feel me? Like, straight up. Like, damn. I feel like that could give someone an experience. Maybe that person's never gotten to see certain shit. Mm-hmm. Let me like help them up. Nothing sexual, just like me yeah. giving, you know? Well, and two, in general, like, I think it was Huxley, Eld- uh, Eldest Huxley, who said uh, he wrote the uh, book, one of the books, The Doors of Perception, not the mm-hmm. original one, but um, but he said, you know, an intellectual is somebody who's found something more interesting than sex. Wait, what's up? An intellectual is somebody who's found something more interesting than sex, right? So I love that your love of you know whatever hobbies it is you know for me it's music um, friendship like my friendships that I've made over the past uh, three years have been some of the most fulfilling experiences of my life and way more fulfilling than you know any one night stand or you know um, even like multiple year relationships I've had with people you know just so much uh, there's so much just richness and fullness of life that i get from from just having quality relationships with people that care about me you are interested in you know seeing you know me grow and you know that uh, just give take and loving a relationship exactly you know, with other people yeah it's it's amazing so and uh, and so when i go out like to like stds are a real thing you know um, yeah like i value myself and my body like exactly. this is my temple you know, like, if somebody's sloppy and wants to, like, hook up, like, I'm probably not super into that. Like, I'm curious about it, you know, we'll talk. But, like, you know, at the end of the day, like, at it from we're up. probably going to talk about, you know, STDs, you know. But I'm more interested in creating friendships and networking and having, like, cool, lasting relationships, you know, where we can you know, hang out and have a good time, you know, on a regular basis. Not, like, you know, trying to fuck somebody at all costs, you know. So, and, and that, I feel like that's a big, that's a flex. That's a flex because a lot a lot of people can't think like that. A lot of people are just in the and it's it's like I don't even want to use the word in the moment because that that's that's something else. Because I'm all about being present, mm-hmm. but I don't like how in the moment has been corrupted to just do anything. Right, right. It, it's an excuse to like get away with doing anything when no, you're just 
dealing with some trauma in a bad way. Because the right. reason why you just want to fuck anything that walks and just get what you want, right. even if it harms other people. Chasing pleasure. Yeah. Chasing pleasures is At because you're deep yeah. down hiding from a lack right. from you ha- that you have deep inside. And that lack may be you know, unresolved emotions, unresolved trauma, um, feelings of insecurity, which we all have, but people like me, people like you, you know, we're working on that daily. We're, we're upgrading. We're leveling right. up. But instead of leveling up, you every time you just succumb to just living in the moment, whatever, and just, you know, letting your pleasures just over overthrow everything, you're setting yourself back from well, what your potential can be. For sure. It's knowing yourself, too. Because, like, I know that I have a finite amount of time and energy, right? And I know that regardless of, like, what I think logically of somebody, if I get involved with them sexually like time and energy are going to be expended on this person yep. regardless of how toxic they actually are for me. And so protecting myself from that involves, you know, not just giving into the heat of the moment and thinking about it and developing a friendship and then knowing whether or not this person, you know, is attractive on those other levels as well before I engage in, you know, uh, giving up my time and energy. So I love that. because also like I'm dedicated to music, I'm dedicated to my art. Um, that takes so much time and energy and in past relationships I've had, I would not be able to do what I'm doing now because I would not have that time. And like, I'm giving it everything and it's hard. It's fucking hard. So if, and, and at times it feels like, you know, you're just like in a whirlwind, you know, that plus a relationship, you know, plus, you know, like if I had like a drinking problem or anything, like, I don't know how half these people figured that stuff out or, you know, exactly. That's like, challenging. Yeah. You know, so, you know, even with that, you know, without, you know, drinking regularly or heavily, you know, without, um, toxic relationships, it's still a struggle, you know, it's still hard to keep yourself on the ball. It's hard to, you know, keep these things churn out. It's, exactly. it's like working out, you know? So, but really just understanding like your time and energy is valuable and preserving that, you know, is, is a huge thing. And also knowing that like, you know, in the future too, like, and when I go out as a result of those things, like girls tend to come up to me anyway, you know? So like, it's not, I don't have to chase that dragon, you know, like it comes to me because I think that, you know, they know that you're working on because yourself. Because of who you are. Right, right. Because of who the fuck you are. Right. You know who the fuck you are. You're right. a fucking king. I don't know who the fuck I am. I'm a fucking king. Right. We and, value and we are ourselves. all kings and queens. Right. If you fucking just wake up to that shit and realize who the fuck you are. Yeah, value yourself. It's that simple. Just yeah. value yourself. When you value yourself, that energy is in the fucking air. Well, yeah, and, and value people other will people value as you well. too. Yeah. And when you value yourself, you will automatically value other people. Correct. Because you know that them and you, it's the same stuff. I'm kind of spiritual, but you know that what's inside of you is the same thing that's inside of them. It's yeah, that yeah. energy, it's that life force. Yeah, we're connected. Yeah. That connection that we all feel when we bond with each other with your friendships it's that same energy so you'll start to respect that and would not want anything to happen to them that wouldn't you want happen to you and that energy of reciprocity i feel like that's what attracts people to you and that's what you know makes you always wanting to grow and level up for sure but um before we dive back into this juicy combo we're gonna take a break okay for the break um you said you fuck with zed's dead oh yeah um let's listen to zed's dead um sure. collapse yeah Let's that collapse. Let's go.
Show my boy Nature, D Nature, aka Nate, with an eight, and we out here treehouse game. We vibing. We eating golden beets. We're eating cucumbers. We eating radishes. We eating cherries. We are sipping lemonade, not kombucha today. I feel so guilty, but I ran out because yesterday I was at a rave. I was turning up, having fun, and you know my adult priorities kind of fell by the wayside. But life is all about. Learning lessons and sometimes living in the moment. Yeah, experiencing it. <laughs> and yeah. speaking of living in the moment, <laughs> let's not confuse living in the moment with being present. Correct. You know, um, have fun. But as we as we tapped on earlier, you know, always take time to be grateful. Right. <clears throat> always take time to just appreciate the breath. Like, isn't it fucking amazing that we get to breathe? Yeah, we forget about it. And it, we're one breath away from here and there, you know. So yeah, you get caught in a negative thought loop. Be yeah, come back to your gratefulness things. And if you can't think of anything, breath and then friends, family, and then you start to realize you're actually thriving. You're doing good. Keep doing it. There's this quote that I love. It goes, "Don't be unrealistic when bad things happen to you, but don't make them worse than they are." Oh yeah. You know? For sure. Because bad things happen to everybody. And then it's this thing called, I think, loss aversion. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, the good things. Good thing, good thing, good thing. We just ignore it. Okay, cool, cool. Then one bad thing, which is sometimes on the magnitude, 
equally as bad as that good thing was good. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have 10 of those good things, but now one bad thing, oh, you focus on the bad thing. Right. Fuck that. Yeah, don't let it kill your vibe. No, don't let that kill your vibe. Think of it, oh, but I'm grateful because I had 10 good things happen to me yeah. before that, which were even gooder than that one bad thing. So instantly, when you reframe that, you gotta be your above whole it. body will yep. fall in sync and your mind and your energy will fall in sync. Yep. So don't sleep on self-work, guys. Don't sleep on meditation. Don't sleep on affirmations. Mm-hmm. Don't sleep on all of that, right? That that stuff is um, here for a reason. But without further ado, um, I want to play some, you know, Nate is a DJ, a wonderful EDM DJ. So I kind of want to just jam to some of his his new tunes he has out. Um, so this Yeah, this is something I just threw together, uh, in fact, uh, yesterday for the show. Uh, it's not done. Subs and bass. There's a bunch of stuff that needs to be in there. It's more of a shell of a track, but I okay. hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. So we got. Give me a reason. Yep. All right. Let's see what's up. Coder. <laughs> yeah. Well, house piece. stuff when you first come into the yeah. come into the joint yeah just getting it loosened up it's kind of like yeah the very different it's like two different songs together anticlimactic at this point so but this is kind of my love for tech house kind of came out where it's got those solid grooves and drums mm. and uh some weird vocals yeah no, i love that it's kind of like clouds party it's kind of dark and then it's you know give me your sunlight yeah yep let me collect your soul yep. tell me you're all in yeah <laughs> yep so what what's like the process behind this so i i hear like you start off with the what is it, the kick? Then you have like the vocals come in at some point. Like, how do you? Yeah, so uh, it's interesting. I've been doing a lot of tech house stuff lately, and so mm-hmm. doing tech house gives you a lot of interesting perspective. And there's so many good producers you can you can look up now who are doing stuff that you like. If you're getting lost, you don't know you know where to go with your music. Yeah, just listen to a lot of music. If you can mix, mix it because it gives you that overhead view of mm-hmm. song structures, and then you're putting music together actively. So that's really helpful. And then so my process has been, you know, mixing a bunch, figuring out what tracks I like, 
and then referencing them. With this one, I didn't even reference. I just kind of dove into an old project that I had the vocals for and then redid the drums and just, you know, started playing to it. Um, but the process in general is, for me, is it, I think it's make your weaknesses your strengths. Mm. So, like, I'm not a drummer. I don't know too much about drums, but I want to have the coolest, dopest drums you've ever heard, you know? And so how do we do that, right? So, and that's having quality samples. Mm. So you find... I mean, and nowadays with Splice and stuff, you can find really amazing samples from uh, from amazing musicians. If you're doing dubstep, Disciple makes awesome stuff. Um, Cashmere makes some really good stuff. Bro, bro. Yep. Cashmere is a god. Cashmere is amazing. So, however, though, like, there's so much other good stuff out there, too. Like, I'm not, Big Room's not necessarily my jam. Like, I'm more into, like, tech and stuff. Cashmere's um, a kind of big room. Yeah, Cashmere's a big room. So with tech, you're getting, you're doing more like 808s and you know these analog drum machines, which you can get all kinds of awesome analog samples there it's like too. Some dubstep stuff. Uh, so that's more like tech house is more like uh, uh, just straight house, but mm. it's more, um, it's very, High very like clean. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So like, just warm sounding. Like when their kicks, when the kicks punch, it's just, it's a solid, you know, it's your warmest, cleanest, like thump you can get, mm. you know, when it's distorted, it just feels good. And it's not thin and digital, you know, it's like playing a record and the warmth that comes from the needle scratching something versus, um, you know, playing something off your phone, you know, mm. it's, it's, you know, it's got a fullness to it. Yeah. It's clean. Okay. So, and it's all, and it's basically it's pure electricity, mm. not computing, you know, recreate something so which is uh, that's where you get the warmth from so yeah so getting clean samples and mm -hmm. then uh, i follow a bunch of uh, amazing musicians um so tech house there's john summit west end mm -hmm. and a bunch of these guys that do uh, amazing processes and seeing these guys make a track in an hour um will yeah, give you this seems like you know you're layering stuff, but I feel like you so get a rhythm you can get lost in the process. But like I lost feel like in the sauce. I feel like the goal is to, um, I mean, go out there, dive in, gather a ton of sounds, but really boil it down and and get your stuff genre specific. Mm. That was my biggest problem for so long because. I'm newer to like most genres of electronic music. You so, love them all. So yeah, so I'm like, I want to make dubstep, and then you know, like, what even is dubstep? Because there's like wonky dubstep. There's, there's you know, like the older dubstep. There's this growl and like rhythm stuff. Yeah, there's this, you know, and so like, so part of that is figuring out how to describe these sounds, mm -hmm. so to even like know what you're trying to make, um, and then deciding the genre because. If you're trying to make a dubstep track, but you're doing house, mm. you know, like there's a different feel and mm -hmm. there's some definite components that make up different genres of music. Mm -hmm. And if you don't follow those, it's not that type of music. Mm. So first of all, figure out what that box is, Okay. you know, and then where the magic happens and where mm. your originality and stuff happens is all, and all the fine tunings of mm. those things. In between. Yeah. You and you can, mm -hmm. you know, put them together but like figure out how to do that and then break the rules you oh, know do you ever like run into like because like how did this start off is this like a hobby or full-time because like, so I, I know this has become more of a full-time thing at this okay. point but for me it's there's so many parts to it too so if you want to play out that's mixing and djing mm. i came from like more background of being a musician okay. and playing guitar and stuff and it's so weird too because mm. so you, you play like guitar like karaoke night like that so you used to like play like coffee houses and stuff yeah vocals too yeah yeah I'd sing yeah i would do like delta blues he be he be he yeah. 
yeah. he be hitting the um you know the, can you understand the notes and all that uh i mean yeah 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 like i on guitar for sure okay yeah like i could listen to a song and probably play back i'm like tone deaf so that yeah I yeah that. yeah like and two once you've played you know hundreds of thousands of songs you know um you know, like I would go through people's discographies, like play like every Beatles song, you know, play like every Pink Floyd song. Bro, you same. Know. Yeah, like, you know, radio, like whoever I was into, I'd just go through the catalog, like White Stripes, like just, you know, <laughs> down the list, Led Zeppelin, and like, you know, and, and some of them are harder than others, you know, but I got like, I was pretty good at, you know, I could handle the chords for sure and most of the solos and a lot of the tracks that I played. And then my buddy so who's like, crazy with the guitar. I was good. It was decent. Yeah, I was doing some Hendrix too. Yeah, so Hendrix. Yeah, that's where it's like it's wild things. Yeah, Hendrix dun, dun, and Steve Ray Vaughan. You know, you make my heart sing. I love oh yeah, Hendrix. yeah, yeah, just beautiful. Yeah, but and so in that experimental uh, sound design, you know, on the guitar is amazing. So nowadays, like, how can you even like approach that or take that further? And that's synthesizers and EDM music. Those are people that are pushing. Uh, what's possible in experimental music now and i didn't so realize you make that. that transition yeah from like you know coffee house guitar mm-hmm. you know i'm gonna be a singer you know whatever with the guitar to like edm how did that how did that click happen was it just your realization technology. that technology is there now so i need to evolve the bands i liked i would see them using analog gear like synthesizers so i started getting like some korg like you know monotrons and uh, mini log and you know just playing with those sounds and then it's just like, you know, I was recording on like four track players and reel to reels and starting to be like, okay, like how do we make this better? And that's obviously a computer, you know? And so and the thought when you're a live musician back in the day was, oh, I got to get in the recording studio. Mm. But no, it's like nowadays you, you need to get, get a good computer and go on YouTube and, you know, figure out what the you know, amazing producers are doing. And cause you, you can have a million dollar studio uh, on your computer for you know a couple thousand dollars you know oh. so probably a little more probably five grand you could you could do just about whatever you want to so um so yeah making that happen and it's not it's not really cost prohibitive and it, you're not as good as your plugins it's how you mm. use them so most uh after all the, I've, like i have hundreds of plugins and after all the plugins too like, what do, I, like three. what do i mostly use ableton stock plugins and there's a few other ones that are good does that like kind of like fab does that kind of bite you in the ass like fuck i spent all this money yeah, and then it's, here I am using the, the, the you defaults. Know, it's there's flavors, right? You know, sometimes to make a really nice dish, you gotta you gotta get you know a you know the paprika twenty dollar vanilla bean. You know, mm. you know, so you know what's, it's like what type of vanilla are we talking about? Yeah, we're talking about <laughs> creme brulee. You know, so uh, you talking about <laughs> talking about that white? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah right. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, and now I'm thinking about creme brulee, but uh, you know. It's a, it's a good, especially you caramelize mm. the, you know, the sugar on top and oh. like a little glass like finish. What's your favorite food? Uh, favorite food, like what could I eat every day? Like tacos and pizza, you know? Wow. I said one. <laughs> if I had to choose one, uh, healthy, healthy, conscious, uh, you know, lifestyle would probably be tacos, but like, probably mm. like honestly pizza, but I know, Same, like, bro. yeah, I used to do pizza every day. I do a deep dish, flatbread. Mm. You can't do deep dish every day, but, like, if I'm, like, you know, if we're, like, having an awesome deep dish pizza, it's probably going to be Luminati's. They're no. butter, butter crust. Get out. There's a... Uno's. Get out. Pizzeria Uno's or... Giordano's. Or do, it's Giordano's. Yeah. Over Luminati's. So, well, okay, so here's the problem, though. So, right? So, Pizzeria Uno and Do, you know, were the first ones, mm. but Lou... 
worked for them allegedly. Giordano's? There's a whole story about that, and he improved upon their recipe. Giordano's. Uh, so well, Pizzeria Do, which was that was Uno's. Mm. So that was the, and that's the original Chicago. Uh, is that, yeah, or yeah, Gino, uh, they had two locations. So, I know there's Gino's. The original Uno's. Oh, Uno's. Yes. Okay. Not, not the chain. The, there's two of them in Chicago that are like the first one, second one. Mm. That's like, that's what we consider Chicago pizza and that's what we pit against New York pizza. That's why we're better than New York pizza. Well, I mean, that, was that was that ever a debate? No, I mean they, they like to talk about it, but we just, you know, we're above that. You know, we you can't need, argue. We with, talk about you can't it. argue with terrorists. Yeah, like I don't, I don't need to argue about like <laughs> which headphones are better. You know, the Dre Beats or the, you know, the Audio Technicas. You know, whatever. children. <laughs> we don't argue with terrorists and children. Right. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, there's not many things I know about, but pizza and water, uh, I'm pretty good on those. You know. I don't trust people who don't drink water. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. I don't trust people who don't drink water. Also, I don't trust people... Those might not be people. ...who right? pour the um, milk first and then the cereal. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Stay away six feet apart before COVID. Yeah. No, those are... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what do we call those people? Uh, Aliens. Like dictators or like, yeah, some sort of like, yeah... Uh, dictators, social social um, dem- like demagogues... That. Yeah. Trump, um, the, the whole nine. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, and yeah, I don't know if we want to get into politics, but let's not. Um, so do you like to travel? <laughs> yeah, but no, I think we're on the same page there. <laughs> um, everything but politics. Yeah, but one day we, we will go. We will get. There. I don't know enough about politics to really put in a word about it. You know, so like I don't, I'm not helpful in that category, and that just upsets me, and I feel like helpless, and I don't like feeling like that either. So imagine being insecure in your own show. Yeah, right? <laughs> why you you have control? You have a choice to, to be insecure or not be insecure, and you choose insecurity. Oh, you have those friends too that know all of it and everything about it, and every little piece of it, and, and they all, defer, they only talk about politics. I defer to them though, and occasionally I'll be like, "What do you think about this?" If I like need to know the inside scoop. Well, but I'm not there to argue about it. I'm there to like pick up what they know about exactly, it and like, then like I'd educate rather, myself. Like, yeah. Listen than read. Yeah. So just tell me yeah, politics yeah, yeah. so I can Yeah, give me the Cliff Notes version of like what's going on and then I'll take your word for it, you know. Mm. So yeah. But uh there's only so much time in the world, you know. So what are you interested in? You know? And uh you know, I can only do like like five or six TikTok videos before I like start going like I need to get the fuck off of this shit, you know. Like, but some, they got my number. They know, like, what I like, you know. Like, there's a little kid, th- you know, s- toddler spiking, you know, ball at his brother's head, you know, like, like hits the ceilings, like, it's okay, you, you got me. Like, you know, it's, um, that's, that's wild. Pe- people used to say, like, let me, let me read your palm back in the day, or back a few, not even back a few years ago, like, what's your astrology sign? Oh, it's so crazy. So today, today it's just, let me see your TikTok. Uh, yeah. w- what's your explore page? That's how they know everything about you. Well, so and I'm, we're not going to politics, but do you see that John McAfee stuff? But we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, we're gonna talk about, about that. that. Okay. <laughs> so I saw one of his interviews, and he was talking about like Signal and the encrypted software. And he's like, you know, he's like, people give me a hard time for using Gmail, but you know, he's like, for using Gmail. Yeah, but he's like, but he's like, listen to this. So he's like, it's a matter of so encryption used to be important back when you know this wasn't the favored device of you know all intelligence agencies across the world. You know, so encryption is only good for transmitting data from point A to point B, right? 
Uh, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. I got you. So, so what that is is you know it's encryption between. But if this device is compromised, you know, starts off compromised because you know the government, you know, backdoors to everything. Um, then what good does Signal or any of these other, you know, VPN or anything else do? It, all it's doing is encrypting stuff. But when point A and point B are compromised, the encryption does you no good. So he said, Signal, WhatsApp, like it doesn't matter. Like if they want in, they got in. So he said, he's like, I use uh, Gmail because if the court tries to subpoena them for, uh, uh, you know, to get my information, <laughs> Google has the power to have 30 days to review it and decide whether or not they're going to do it. And, and even tell them no, you know? Um, and he's like, and so John McAfee's like, I just change out my email every 15 days, you know? So, you know, so just make it really hard, you know, because you have to get a subpoena for each one, you know, and then by then I've moved on, you know, four or five emails, you know? How was he in jail? So, in the first place. It's a, so they had him on tax evasion. I don't, have you seen the, have you seen the documentary on Netflix? Uh, it was Netflix or Hulu. It was called, like, I think it's called Gringo. Um, but it was a John, John McAfee, dude, it's so crazy. So he he was living uh, in South America somewhere, and he was. Uh, I'm gonna write that down, Gringo. Yeah, it's so insane. So he was doing like research chemicals, like basalts, like the APAP stuff. Like, he was like doing that crazy, like yeah, and like had like kilos of it. So he's doing that, he was, like, and selling depressed. it. Well, I mean, dude, I was selling it. It's both. He was he would he would talk about like seeing like the like you know lizard or shadow people like coming out of the sea and stuff. You know, that's like, that Florida man. That's incredible. He had so, so he had. So, so he's a crazy dude, but he's also a genius. But like, it depends what moment you're catching him on. Aren't, aren't most geniuses like the craziest people? But he also probably killed his neighbor because he poisoned his dog, and then the neighbor, you know, died under you know, yeah. mysterious circumstances. And Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's a mysterious wild documentary. Uh, there's some crazy stuff he liked to do uh, as well, like on a hammock. I'm not even gonna get into it, but basically, Jesus he liked Christ. to be pooped on. Like know. a weird fetish. Yeah, pooped on. Pooped on. So like some two girls, one cup shit. He had a whole like bunch of yeah indigenous yeah. Anyway, yeah, it, it's crazy, it, but it's it's true. It's just mm. this wild story. But and while this is all going on too, so he's doing all these research chemicals, getting pooped on, killed his neighbor. <laughs> he's running for president too. Like at America. this time, he was yeah. It was like he, I think he was running against like McCain and Obama, or I think mm. it was back then. You know. Well, better so, than McCain. Like, Still better than McCain. But worse than Obama. <laughs> but yeah, the president, you know, like this would be a president that's doing, you know, uh, basalts, you know, and getting pooped on, you know. But it could be worse. Throughout. Yeah, it, could you be. Know, it was worse. You yeah. know, at least, at least we know. Yeah, yeah, doing. at least, at least, <laughs> yeah, at least it's out there. You feel yeah. me? I feel like if he was a president, we wouldn't have such a big stigma on drugs as much, too. He probably would have been much... Because there's people doing fucking life in prison yeah. for fucking selling weed 30 years ago. Yeah. When fucking motherfucker who... Derek Chauvin, who killed George Floyd, oh, yeah. is getting 20 years for literally executing someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's just that's just wild. Yeah. Yeah, that's messed up, man. Let's talk about... So, like, where do you see yourself after 10 years from now? Do you see so, yourself headlining in New Vegas? So, I mean... That would be fun. I, I like producing, so so I, I wouldn't mind uh, even just being you know in the background helping other people do that stuff. Um, I don't know. I, like to me, like I want to. My goal is to you know be sustaining doing things I enjoy, mm. right? Um, but also like if I'm doing those things really well, like those other things are a very real possibility, you know. So um, I don't know. It's kind of a combination of things, like. 
I understand that the glamour that's like cool, but like the, on the other hand, I know friends that like do the lighting and like have done that stuff, and they talk about how it's you know you're, you're you're living out of hotel rooms, you know like you're not never home like you know there's although it's like there's a fun element to it when it's work, you know you're not out there partying you know all the time you're yeah, I mean yeah maybe a little bit of both but. It's like when you're up to like four in the morning, just running lights, you know, it's a whole different thing, you know? Mm. So, um, but I guess as a headliner, you know, you're doing like an hour set or two yeah, and you're getting paid, you know, 20 grand or more and that's it, you know, and some on the higher end, you know, like hundred thousand or more dollars, you know, some of these guys. Just can you imagine what Zed, Zed's dad probably gets oh, I mean, up there? A yeah. hundred thousand, two, two hundred. Yeah. 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 For, for a big festival, for sure. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Zed's dad is up there. I would say Ganja. Can you imagine the production? Yeah. You know, like the, they have a company in their back, you know, like how many people they employ just to, you know, for their lights and stuff. Now as a DJ though, um, it's amazing because I played some shows recently. You just go in with a USB, you know, you got a USB and you, yeah. you plug it in and boom, you're, you're going. Yeah. That's, that's insane. You know, I used to haul a guitar and amp and microphone, all this stuff around, you know, now I just... At a USB and yeah. my stuff's way more appreciated than me singing into a microphone. Yeah, I've always That's wondered. so wild. Technology blows my mind. I've always wondered, like when I see like Marauder or when I see like fucking IO or like fucking um, uh, what's his name, Cashmere or some shit. Mm-hmm. They're like doing shit on the you know oh, the yeah. mixer. Are they actually doing shit or is it just fun? It looks fun or it looks so cool? mostly transitions and blending. So, but mm-hmm. yeah, mostly stage performance. So, like, because usually your set's all yeah, I saw figured Dice out. Man. Dice Man was really cool. Yeah. But, like, he was doing all this. I was like, is he really doing shit? There know. is some crazy shit that you could get going on them. But, like, they're not making the sounds on the fly. Mm. You know? Those are all, you know, it'd be like, it's like having, like, four iPods going. But, like, <laughs> but, no, it's it's more than that for sure. Like, and, and there's some really amazing techniques that you can have going. And it involves, I mean... Your elbow, your arm touches the wrong thing. The show stops. You know, like your whole thing is keeping it going at all costs, and boosting the energy, and you know, creating the ebb and flows that you know are the party. Mm. And the party is backed by tons of money, and don't you know, the party. Yeah. So, so you've got the party on your back. You know. So like, so in that, like, the responsibility, the forethought, like where where most of the effort comes into. Is the you know thousands of hours of listening to music, Sorry, mixing? Bro, you have to try this rhubarb. It's Rup- oh, rhubarb! I oh, love yeah, rhubarb. It cleans you out, bro. Nice. By the way, I don't want to spoil it. Rhubarb is the most uh, thing that does not taste like what it looks like. For sure. On the planet, like you think it tastes like celery, but it does not taste like celery. No. Yeah, I've done a lot of upside down cake. Um, my grandparents lived next to me growing up, and they they always had it in their garden. So I've eaten a lot of rhubarb off the stock. What does it look like, the plant? Does it just grow, like, a big version of that? Big ears. Mm. Yeah, like elephant ears. Yep. Yep, and then the big stalk comes off of it. Mm. You just pull it out. True. Yep. That's what she said. Yep. Yeah, so you're eating the arm of the plant. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Plants are people, too. <laughs> just Plants are people. <laughs> I'm a cannibal. Hey, they might be. What's up? Oh, this is what I was about to say. What are the perks of being a DJ, bro? Like, growing up, bro, I would always see DJs and shit, and I'd be like, bro, that dude fucking gets ass. That dude is super cool. Like, I think the perks of being a DJ, I mean, I don't I don't necessarily get, like, the other perks yet, you know? Mm. Just, like, it's. I think it's just getting to meet a lot of other cool people. 
um, and that's your your love for music. And when you love music this much, and uh, you get to you're involved with it so much you you get to create these really cool almost it's like almost like storytelling mm. you know part of storytelling like storytelling is nothing if you don't get to tell it to somebody right so like there's this like sharing of like these awesome things that you found in a way in which moves people you know and so some of the best house sets i've seen too were you know these you know go through these certain topics where like you could tell like saw one one of my buddies sean g in ohio playing mm. Uh, got Sean G degenerate and relate to me. These are all uh, people out there that <laughs> that uh, influence me. They're just good friends, but they do some really cool stuff. And when they do uh, their music, it tends to be more storytelling. Mm. And so it's like you know, you listen to the you know this, these tracks, and it's like holy shit, like you know, like somebody you've lost people close to you. You know, like oh. you know, like you've experienced some like you know really insane stuff with you know love and mm. you know, and there's yet you're pushing through and you know like. You know, sharing uplifting stuff as well with people, you know, so uh, it's just, yeah, it's, there's, you know, your life story intertwined through the music mm. too, you know, so, uh, yeah, so I think it's, yeah, it's sharing that and then helping people connect is mm. amazing too, you know, because we're helping people, we're breaking language barriers. It doesn't matter, mm. you know, what your age is, your, you know, your race, your creed, your wow. nationality, your language, you know, like we can come together, we can have rapport, we can have a good time together and not even realize we don't speak no, the same No, for real, language. I was at this oh, rave yeah. yesterday. I'm just like vibing. Like I went hard yesterday. Like yeah. I'm a type of raver. I go dumb. So I was at Pride at the Park. Okay. So like people weren't ready for that because like people probably they had like two groups there. You had the groups of the ravers who just been like hibernating, waiting for this moment. Yeah. yeah. You guys seen I Am Legend before? Oh, yeah. You know the part where like the the sun is going down and they're like they're like burning and shit. They can't, <laughs> they can't wait for this, the, the the fucking shade so up. they can yeah, rip yeah. Uh, fucking Will Smith apart. That was the ravers are just like we can't wait to go to this bit. Right, right. Then you have the other scene. They you know they're like mostly LGBTQ. They just have fun. They just right, right. you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So it's like, but then like when the fucking Tiesto came on, the oh, fucking yeah. ravers are like in mosh pits, like head, head right. banging to Tiesto. Holy shit, to Tiesto, bro. Yeah, it's but been it's been a rough year. Yeah. It was it was worth it though because I was oh, in yeah. that. I, I got a little you know beat up on stuff. But then there was this like Chinese girl, you feel me? And then like she couldn't speak English that well, mm -hmm. but like she was just vibing, and like we didn't really understand, you know, what we each other were saying. But the energy was there. Yeah, you feel me? So oh yeah, the connection. Yeah, exactly. So just the connection is just the, uh, it's just the uh, communication. Just most of our communication is just body language and energy. And yeah. It's not even through words, you know. So that's what we need to work on. The more you elevate yourself, the more you work on yourself, the more you amplify and you channel that form of communication, which I feel is the best form of communication. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, I mean, well said, too. I don't think I could put it any, any better. It's, mm. it's a beautiful thing. Perks of being a DJ. Just like meeting people. Yeah, meeting people, connecting, and getting, yeah, just surround your life with music and the things you enjoy mm -hmm. you know music's a healing tool you know it's a connecting tool you know it's, it's a good time it's a party you know it's all all of the above um and it's art so it's it's also a struggle mm -hmm. you know at times you know like a bit of a yeah how do you deal with how do you deal with the highs and the lows how do you what sort of practices do you use to grind yourself or like you know, you talked about, you know, like the gratitude practices and stuff like that. But there That's any important. other physical things like yoga or uh, like... Just exercise. I mean, I'd like to do more yoga and meditation. But I just, I know I'm kind of in a point in life where like I feel like I need to do more. Which, it's it's weird. But like the more you try to do, the less you end up getting done sometimes. So like 
heavy meditation. Yeah, so like taking a walk outside at least once a day for like, you know, 10, 20 minutes. I love walks outside. That's, you know, that you just get energy from sunlight. You're just, you're in an open space, like getting fresh air, like, you know, just. There it is. People who are scared of the sun. Scared. I'm scared of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's not good. And, And you too, like, you look healthier when you're in the sun, you know? You look better, you know. Like, go get some sun. You look, get some fucking sun. Yeah, I know there's a small percentage of people where they get sunburn, but even those people, ten minutes of fucking sun is not gonna hurt you. No, no, get some fucking sun, even if it's right. for ten minutes. Yeah, ten minutes one day, eleven the next day. You know, build it up. Yeah. The the human body is the most efficient machine at adapting. Nothing adapts better fa- faster than humans. So guess what? Don't just fucking like. I sun gaze. All right, I'm coming out the closet, sun guys. Gaze. I sun gaze without shades. I, I look at that shit in the sun, and I'm yeah. like, I am you, and you are me, bitch. Yeah. I take the sun soul. You yeah. feel me? I look at that shit. Oh, yeah, I absorb some of it, but I, I I try not to look at it too much, but I've heard of the practice of sun gazing. I feel amazing after that. Yeah. After you sun gaze, it's like you feel... It's like a drug for me. I'm not even going to lie, but that's not why I do it. Yeah. I do it literally because... I, I feel great when I do it. And afterwards, it, it puts me in such a mindset that I feel like I can put, do anything That's I awesome. put my mind to. You feel me? Because yeah. it's just, it's, it's a spiritual connection. I can't even explain it. It's just a feeling, you know? Yeah. So just, guys, get, that for sure. get out of your comfort zone. Work on things small steps at a time, you know? Mm-hmm. If you know deep down you need to get outside more uh, or, you, or you have social anxiety or, you know, afraid to deal with people, yeah, therapy's great. Go yeah. talk to your therapist. You know, go talk to people. But also, you know, do it. Just fucking do it. You know, I know it's scary maybe. For example, if you're scared to go outside, just start with maybe, you know, going to the store. Yeah. And maybe going, you know, slowly but sure steps because life life is a marathon, not a race. Yeah, get a onesie. Go to raves. Uh, people will come up. A onesie <laughs> at a social event is way better than a cardigan. Like, you know, it's an icebreaker. But, uh, this man's just wearing a onesie. Yeah. I, 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 that, you know, Get a off the top. Go, off the top. Go approachable. Yeah. AF. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, people go from like, you know, like, what are you doing talking to my girl to like, like, oh, hold on, I gotta go get the unicorn <laughs> and bring it over to my girl. I gotta show my girl the unicorn and like, and buy him a drink. You know, like, it's, it's a whole different dynamic. Buy the unicorn a drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah, people like, you know, tell me their whole life story, you know, because I'm just by virtue of being the unicorn. <laughs> it's like, you're very easy to talk it's to. Wild. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me and Nate have amazing conversations. Yeah. And we were strangers. Yeah. That's rare. How yes. do you deal with, um, how do you deal with, like, kind of that work balance and, like, not getting too, like, you know, you know, when you work too much, mm. you kind of get in your head a little bit. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's because it's like you almost self defeat, self sabotage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, how do you balance that with, like, okay, I need to fucking enjoy the fruits of my labor and just kind of kick it a little bit? Yeah, especially with music, too. Like, listening to your music too much while you're producing can ruin a track because you get ear fatigue. So, once again, breaks taking a walk listening to other music um mixing uh, music uh exercise um eating you know eating well and like and also like trying to put it to a relative schedule so that you're not because sometimes when you sit down and work on music like 10 hours are gone like that you know it's like mm-hmm. i didn't even get up and stretch my legs like you know that's, that's not healthy you know so so I do get lost in it sometimes, but and two when you get in a state of flow, like you know when, when stuff's going too, like sometimes you don't want to get away from that. Uh, that, but that capitalize can turn into, on that. Yeah, that can turn into a you know, like a weird mad scientist thing, you know. 
Where it's like, watch out, you know, like lose my shit here, you know. So, Don't touch me, because right. I'm close to the edge. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying, trying not to lose my head. <laughs> that's on uh, that's on my night bass mix. So Oh really? Yeah. What a fucking coincidence. So, yeah. Yeah, that's like when it starts peaking, that's Wookie's got an awesome remix of that. Mm, okay. Grandmaster Flash, yeah. Okay, fuck Mary Kill. Um Lucy. Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Ganja White Knight. <laughs> oh yeah, Ganja White Knight for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, you said Lucy, yeah, for sure. Fuck, yeah, the basic, fuck, fuck anything, Mary Kill. Fuck Mary Kill. Anything what Khan did really, you know. Yeah. Um But yeah, for sure. But you like know, you gotta fuck one, marry one, and kill one. Oh yeah, fuck one, marry one, kill one? Yeah, Lucy, Alice in Wonderland, Ganja White Knight. Okay. <laughs> so I mean as a dude, you know. I wish we. No, I wish no, it. No, follow your heart. Not yeah, your, I'm gonna fuck Ganja White Knight. No, no, no. How do you feel? <laughs> no, I think I'd marry Ganja White Knight. Uh, yeah, there would, we go. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't have to fuck. You know, also, a lot of married people. I think don't it's fuck. more than one person too. So it's yeah, like, but yeah, they're German. It's people. open relationship. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So we could have said Res, Lucy, and Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. So and then Res and Lucy. We're not gonna go there. Yeah, anyway, so Rez. okay, so. <laughs> Uh, I know exactly what you mean. I think she's, but who, who knows? Who knows? I would, yeah, fuck Lucy. Rez, you, I, I love you. Yeah, Rez is awesome. I'd fuck Lucy because, I don't know, I'm not sure she's good with commitments. She's hot. I saw her last. She's, she's hot, hot as fuck, but I'm not sure she's good with commitments. Um, <laughs> so, definitely fuck her. Uh, I might marry Alice in Wonderland just because, like, the stuff. You can't. You already said marry. Oh, oh no. Oh, I have to kill her. There's no. I know it's hard. It's fuck Mary Kill. You got. You know what? She did do. She did play my Chemical Romance song at um at Electric Forest. So cool. Yeah, you know, like sorry, you gotta go. You gotta go. <laughs> but no, her stuff with Valentino Khan's awesome. She's. Mm. I've watched like her DJ and mixing tutorials on YouTube. Like she's she's dope as fuck. So I love that. Yeah, I love but sorry, that. you gotta die. Yep. Before we wrap it up, I just want to talk about what was your so. That kind of broke you in, right? So EDC Vegas kind of took your virginity. Yep. Right. So like, what rave? You know, because like, when did that happen? When did you go to? That EDC was twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. So then right after that, it was like, okay, got to go to Electric Forest. So I got tickets to Electric Forest, Lost Lands. So that whole twenty nineteen year, you and were out here every month. I just went to like four shows. Bro, like, literally, we on the same way. Ganja White Night, like Aragon Ballroom, like saw like everybody. Um, yeah, so I was, I was twice. I saw a uh, virtual ride in Cincinnati. Just like uh, there's just so many others too. Um, mm. LS Dream, Schlump, bro. Just uh, yeah, just pretty much anything that came through. Uh, yeah, uh, Dead Mouse. Just like anybody that came through. You saw Dead Mouse in Navy Pier. Uh, I didn't see him in Navy Pier. I saw him in uh, Milwaukee. Mm. Yep. He's so. amazing. Yeah, his cube uh, Grizz. is mind blowing. So Grizz and Navy Pier, yeah. What was that? It was Grizz and Excision. Uh, Grizz, no. Oh yeah, Excision was at Navy Pier, but they were separate. Okay. Um. So, but I saw Grizz twice that year because I saw Grizz at Red Rocks, and then I saw Grizz also. Mm. Maybe that was the year before. No, that was that year. So I saw Grizz at Red Rocks, and I saw Grizz at um. Uh, You've Navy been Pier. to Red Rocks? Yeah. Oh my God. I saw Lenium there too. I, I saw you. And, Bro, my one dream is to just see um, Sad's Dead at Red Rock. That would That's be, all I want to do. Although that would be awesome. It's more of like a scenery thing. If you like to dance, like Navy Pier is better for that, right? 
So, because Red Rack's all steps, yeah. you know, so like you can, you can dance on like your stair with your friends, but it's not like a whole dance party, you just, know, it's just, I like just, to like, yeah. I like to, you know, mingle, Hell with, you yeah. know, everybody, like, power bro, mingle. You know? I was with some friends yesterday. I love them. I love you guys. They were off Molly too. Like okay. The, 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 um, the come down of Molly. Oh yeah. I'm not going to say any names, but I'm a type of person. I like to get in there. Yeah. Like front of the row where it's like the most people. Oh I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm like the opposite of claustrophobic. Just, let's sweat together. Exactly. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, let's kind of stand this up. I'm like, no, like you came to a rave. You yeah. spent your hard on money. That's like so good. Yeah. Enjoy the experience with the people. Like look yeah, people in the eye yeah. and just yeah. like, you know, I love that shit. Like, so like we we um we, we ended up doing it fifty fifty. So for half of the thing, we kind of stood in the back, and the other half was like, hey, "Now follow me into the abyss." And right, then we right, kinda, right. That's when they really had fun, though. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you take know? them to the front. Because yeah. it's like people don't know what they like they until don't... they experience it. Oh so well, yeah, like some people are like, oh, I don't know about that. It's like, no, you like. There's an energy we gotta get there. It get yeah. there. You just gotta lead yeah. them to it. And the last thing I want to talk about is um in COVID. How did you kind of cope with COVID? And how how would you say COVID? served as like i don't know a good thing or a bad thing for your music career i moved to las vegas two weeks before covid hit um oh, wow yeah i was going to like i still had my condo here so i tried to do that and then that was just like a door closing for sure mm. um yeah so you know i was trying to explore you know and further you know career in mu- electronic music and thought that would be a good place to do it um and i have a ton of friends in ohio so like but ohio is like three hundred thousand people we've got like millions here you know, um, yeah. Vegas, a big entertainment center. So I was there for about a month and a half. I got sick like in the beginning too. So mm. it was just a wild time, just hunkering down, not knowing what's happening. Hung out with friends online, you know. So that's kind of how I survived that. Made music and then came back um, to Chicago and would go out to Ohio where my friends were having, um, still having socially distanced shows. Mm. And like Astral Echoes is a festival out there um, that was really dope. Um, so... Uh, just having the, every show that I was given at that point was just like, maybe this is the last one we'll ever get. Mm-hmm. So drive out to Ohio, like, you know, like once or twice a month just to see mm-hmm. shows. Uh, my buddies at Uncut were putting together some awesome shows. If you're ever in Cincinnati or see their shows, like it's not a far mm-hmm. drive, like it's worth going. It's good stuff. So, but yeah, just friends in Cincinnati kind of got, helped me get through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, just kept making music. Met a lot of people that are interested in music and that stuff. And uh, let's see the unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> you got my boy Nate, the unicorn man. Uh, get this man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got to see the full picture at base station. He had the onesie on. You know, it was a very magical experience. But um, yeah, we here Treehouse Gang tap in episode coming out this Thursday at 9 p.m. Central Time. You snooze, you what? You lose. You lose. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Period. Well, it's been a pleasure. Um, yeah. Before you get up, we have a ritual. It's a little bit to the left. As always, as always, stay hydrated. Stay breathing in that good ass oxygen. And most importantly, most importantly, stay basic. Oh yeah, I'm giving it back. Oh yeah, they bite my swag. Don't chim it on, don't chim it on, yeah. Huh, yeah. 
only care if they bite. Don't really care if they bite. Don't really care if they bite. I'm spreading positivity, some lies. Oh yeah, I'm getting my back. Oh yeah, I'm giving it back. Oh yeah, they bite my swag. Don't chew it on, don't chew it on that. They gas you up till they get shoveled to bury your legacy They miss you disease or a tragedy Bite off your come up until they get cavities uh, Sick as that human centipede uh, They cannot leave, they look up to me uh, I find it endearing, my enemies don't know I'm making my haters my employees Sipping kombucha, go have your bud like Sniffing oxygen, go snort your snow white Eating kinoa, mint quinoa, a can to a digimon Got like a can of time Brown skin girl just like some cinema uh, Getting her rose like some cinnamon buns We get to touching and feeling uh, We gon' get kicked out the cinema let them imitate, try to intimidate Law of attraction, them gonna eliminate Don't duck off a wheel, just keep pushing Stay still at your mama stack, you'll break, get you a place It's sunny outside, take your dog for a walk Skinny dipping and seeing the waves get lost Get bucket, get shovel, build sandcastle Stay in the prison, I lost in the sauce Oh yeah, I'm getting my back Oh yeah, I'm giving it back Oh yeah, they biting my swag Don't chew it on tongue, chew it on crack don't need a cliff, don't need them new pair of kicks, tree of life, take the eye of the team, you are supreme, don't need designer jeans, it's funny how when you at bottom, your friends see no trace on the come up one, see you at end of the race, nah, they cannot eat from my plate, <sighs> get in the mood for some mudras, uh. get in that from Kama Sutra, uh. muchachas that sipping kombucha and scooching, I'm spitting about y'all in my music, built up anger and anxiety, let that flow, baggage leave, all that Keep it bottle up, you gon' explode, stay ten toes You moving beyond all that treason Oxygen in the trees got you cheesing Pollen in the air got you cheesing First trip of your favorite season Discovered her in Angus, not Eastern Now Mother Goose got you calling out for Jesus You doing some assault out of joy Thanking nature for giving you all of the reasons Oh yeah, I'm getting my back Oh yeah, I'm giving it back Oh yeah, they biting my swag Don't chew it on tongue, chew it on crack